The energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. My good friend, so happy to have you back. Today, we're going to talk about business investments because I always feel like the end of the year for entrepreneurs is kind of like back to school season where you're like shopping for all your school supplies and making decisions of like, What color binder do I want for next year? What kind of pens am I going to buy? I always find that like quarter four of the year is when I'm like, okay, what do I want to invest in or make sure I have under this year to include as a write-off? Like last year, one of my big end of year purchases was my new desk and that got written off as office supplies. And so I just wanted to kind of take this episode to have a super casual conversation on what some of my favorite investments have been. And then some investments where I maybe jumped the gun, I wouldn't say like, the worst investment ever or investments I regret or anything like that because I learned from all of them. But I do want to share the wisest investments I've made with you and then investments that I learned more than I got from, if that makes sense. So a lot of you may be considering joining a mastermind next year or hiring a mentor or hiring a team member or redoing your office or traveling for your business. And so these are just things to, you know, take into consideration and kind of think about. Okay, so let's start with my favorite investments. The first one, probably no surprise to you, is the mentorships that I have invested in. I have been so fortunate to work with some of the absolute best badass bitches in the industry that have really, really held me and supported me and have helped me grow over the years. When I find a mentor that I really click with, I end up staying with them for quite a long season until it either feels complete or time for me to move on, or if I'm looking for another skill set or something like that. Um, But this year specifically, I actually worked with a few different mentors. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head too, like what I've spent in that. I don't have every dollar sign prepared for this episode because it's not necessarily relevant, but I'm going to do some quick math because I did work with multiple coaches this year and um, all of their mentorship was just like 10 out of 10. So that's like, let's see here. (laughs) Already like a lot of money. I'm totaling up Um, over $50,000 in private mentorship this year alone, for sure, not including like courses, any other like educational investments, things like that, but just direct coaching. So I've had really great relationships with my mentors and I've had, I would say very, very far and few in between relationships where I feel like I was taught how I don't want to run my business versus how I do want to run my business. 
But even that investment taught me so much. So I am a big advocate in having a mentor, having a coach, having a support system. I don't talk to my mentors every day, you guys. I think that's something really important to remember is like, I I don't develop codependent relationships with the women that I'm working with and that I'm mentored by. Sometimes we touch base once a week. Um, I was in a package where I got like up to four calls a month. I Sometimes I didn't even use those calls, but just having someone that I know, I have to riff this or like riff an idea around or bounce this idea around, or just, I want a second set of eyes on this, or like, this is coming up for me. Like I'm floating away, bring me back, get me grounded again. Those are the moments where I appreciate mentorship so much. So I value it. I will continue to invest in it. And if you are thinking about, you know, what kind of support system you want to invest in next year, I would definitely get yourself a coach. Okay. Another investment that I very much valued is pouring into my branding and my online identity. So I DIY'd the first few iterations of my brand and they were pretty good. I think I have a pretty good eye for design. I really like design. But when I really invested into someone where like design strategy and brand strategy was their complete zone of genius, I started to resonate differently in the online space. And by the time you're hearing this episode, our 2022 kind of brand refresh is not going to be live yet, but that was another investment that I decided to invest in this year before going into next year, just as I'm elevating and changing and transforming. I knew that the brand and online reputation needed to as well. So branding can be a bigger investment as well, but I think it's worth every single penny. Okay. Another investment that I think is well worth it is marketing support, any other marketing expenses. So we had some funnels built this year. I have my ads manager that I pay every month and then whatever we're spending in actual ad spend. Now you guys have heard me talk about the whole evergreen projection thing. We're not going to get into that conversation again, but if you want to learn about that, I, we've done an episode or two on that in the last couple of months, but I feel really solid in spending money in ad spend because we have the data where we make the money back. So I know that when I'm spending money on my ads manager to build Facebook ads and run them and look at the data, and I'm spending money on these funnels and I'm spending money on ad spend that we're going to make that money back. So even between both five-figure flow launches in 2021, we probably spent near $40,000 in ad spend and then obviously made an ROI on all of that, but that is an investment that I think is worth it. I love paid marketing and I think it's really, really strong. I think you can start using it at any level as long as you know what you're getting yourself into in terms of like data and testing things, but marketing expenses are always something that I feel really good about investing in. Next, legal. <laughs> legal services for your business worth every single freaking penny, seriously. Um, in 2021, we ended up having every single program trademarked. So we have the Aligned and Ambitious overall brand now as a registered trademark. We have the Aligned and Ambitious podcast as a registered trademark. Five Figure Flow is a registered trademark CEO mastermind, profitable partnership, launch party week. We have trademarks for everything. Everything is legally sound. Um, 
contract templates, terms and agreements, privacy policy, we went through fine tooth comb for the legal side of the business and just made sure everything was like set and solid. And that was money very, very well spent. It is never, never too early to think about these things. And now the brand and the business is fully protected and I can feel good and sound and safe on that moving forward. So that was another investment that was just like 10 out of 10. If you know deep in your soul that 2022 is going to be the year you break through six figures in your business, I invite you to join the 2022 cohort of the CEO Mastermind. The CEO Mastermind is a five-month experience where your big business dreams transform into a flourishing and fulfilling business reality. We have a few spots left and we kick off in February. So you can go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash mastermind for all of the details and to claim your spot. So I would say like between mentorships, branding, marketing expenses, legal, those were probably my best and favorite investments of this year. And now I will share with you some of the ones where I feel like I learned more than I gained, which is still gaining. I really don't want to paint it under a negative light because I don't regret any of these, but these are some investments that I would second guess if I could do again. So the first thing, I invested a lot of money into copywriting before I really had a clear vision on how I wanted to position myself. So I was paying a copywriter on retainer and I was just getting like sales pages written and opt-in pages written. And I had all this copy that at the end of the day, once I kind of established myself as a business owner, I was like, well, none of this really resonates anymore. Um, and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars went behind that. And the copywriter was brilliant and amazing. It was more, I wasn't clear on what I wanted her to convey before I invested in her. And so when you are investing in services like copy, branding, things like that, you just want to make sure like you know where your business is going because that is nothing that like a brand strategist, a creative or copywriter is going to be able to extract from your brain or decide for you. And this is something that I had to learn was like, let me be really clear on where this is going before I invest thousands in a service to actually bring the vision or the message to life. So that was definitely a big learning lesson for me. The next thing (laughs) I invested into an online business manager before I had a team or systems that needed to be managed. And so this was kind of like, I, again, I don't want to paint this in a negative light and call it a mistake, but this was one of my hiring mishaps that kind of like threw me off my game when I was trying to build my team. I ended up bringing in an OBM and I was finding like, oh my gosh, I brought in this person to help me like systematize and scale and simplify, but it did not feel simplified at all. It actually felt like things were becoming really overcomplicated and I wasn't clear on the team structure. I wasn't clear on what I wanted the team culture to be. So again, this was more a me thing than a them thing, but I think in the online space, it's so easy 
to look at making investments is like one size fits all. Like so-and-so has a copywriter, I'm going to get a copywriter. So-and-so hired whatever for branding, I'm going to hire them. They have an OBM, a VA, a podcast production. I'm going to hire the same team in the same way and get the same results. And what I found through these investments was like, that's not fucking true. (laughs) So I invested in an OBM before I was really ready and before I was clear on what I wanted my team structure to look like. That relationship didn't end up panning out. And honestly, it probably stunted how quickly I could have grown my team, which was a good thing because I needed that time and space to get clear on it. But now I have a rock solid, amazing, like I could cry tears of joy and appreciation, the perfect dream team put together organizational charts, who communicates with who, team culture, everyone is so excited to be there, the positions are clear, and I just didn't have that when I first hired an OBM. So with anyone you're hiring, with any money you're spending anywhere, just make sure it's like the right place to put your money for you. You're not just investing in something or paying for something because you see someone else doing it and and having success. And I think I fell into that a little bit with these different investments. And then just kind of like... Shiny object investments. I I ended up impulsively buying things that I really didn't need, but I thought I did because there was a lack of trust going on within myself, which is kind of like the theme of this episode is making sure that the investments that you're making are the right investments for you, not just investments you see other people making. And so I remember investing in some things and telling my friends and they were like, Taylor, why the fuck would you buy that? Like, you don't need that. You know this. And then once they mirrored that to me, it was like very, very clear. Like, I really don't know why I spent money on this. I guess just because I could and I thought I needed it. And there was like lack of trust going on somewhere somehow. But all of that is to say like just some little mini courses or workshops or whatever here and there that I'm like, I really didn't need to spend money on that. And even those investments led me to going through a fine tooth comb of my expenses to be like, where is my money actually going? Am I investing in things that are contributing to the bottom line? Am I investing in things that are correct for my business and where we're going? Do I like my profit margins? Am I saving um, the money that feels empowering to me? Like really analyzing that, which is another episode for another day, because this year I was able to look back at my expenses and literally cut back $10,000 in monthly expenses, which was huge. I remember texting my bookkeeper and being like, holy shit, my expenses are dropping off over 10K. That meant that was 10K more in my pocket. That means there was 10K more I could put in my savings account or give myself as a bonus or do whatever the fuck I wanted to do with it. And it was a really great decision that came from making these kind of shiny object, impulsive investments and bleeding money where it really didn't need to go. So with the investments, like I said, you could, you know, hire a copywriter and it's the perfect investment for you for where you're at. You could hire a coach or support with marketing or branding or legal or a course or whatever. And it's going to be 
the perfect investment for you, but I would just make sure that as you're making decisions and you're joining programs and you're looking at what do I want to invest in before this year is over? What are my investments going to be for next year? Just making sure that they're the investments that are going to best serve you individually, personally for where you're at and where you're going. But Hopefully this episode gave you some insight on some things to look at, some things to take into consideration so you're not impulsively making investments. I know that was something big for me when I was first getting started and like I had the money to invest for the first time in my life. I wanted to join everything. I wanted to buy everything. I wanted to hire everyone. I wanted to be in every single course, but that really wasn't the best use of my time or my money or my resources. And so just being able to take a step back and just invest in the things that your business actually truly needs is going to change the game for you. So that is it for this week's episode. I would love to hear your thoughts. Shoot me a DM on Instagram of what's coming up for you and we can carry on the conversation over there. But otherwise, I will catch you in next week's episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.